0: If you're lucky you listen to them talk, they're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard talk, it's decent since the sandbox.
1: Since the sandbox fans, we are almost at the halfway point in the NFL season. And I know we talked about our fantasy stock up, stock down. We'll talk about more fantasy trade talk as the season goes on. But the NFL trade deadline is coming up sooner than we think. And we have to talk about some real NFL trade scenarios. So we all have some names that we want to talk about with a couple of preferred locations. And guys, someone that I think is going to be an obvious trade target for teams that are successful but still don't have, you know, an immediate future besides this year. And I think teams like Atlanta, the Falcons, and Pittsburgh should be targeting Dwayne Haskins. I really don't think that it would take too much to get Dwayne Haskins right now. I know that he was a first-round pick, but, I mean, he didn't even suit up last game. They're playing Kyle Allen. They're playing Alex Smith. And I think Dwayne Haskins, on a restarted team with a loaded wide receiving core and a coach that wants to make him be successful, I really think Dwayne Haskins can still have a solid NFL career.
2: Yeah, I really like that, Steve. And another young QB I I think could be on the move, honestly. Could be Sam Donald. I mean, a team like Indy, the Falcons, if they want to get younger at that position, or even a team like the Browns, man, where they're really not getting enough for Baker Mayfield. And say what you want about Sam Donald's performances, man. He's playing with nobody. Like, as bad as Baker Mayfield has played, he has the weapons around him. Sam Donald does not, you know? So it's not like it gets all Sam's fault, and he also has the worst head coach possibly in NFL history. So I really think he could be on the move. I don't want him on the Colts, but if they made that move and developed him, I would not be too mad. Yeah,
0: so I'm going to shift gears here out of the quarterback position, and I'm going to talk about one of the three little little uh, hint for you. Three wide receivers I have on my list. The first one is A.J. Green. Trade talks have definitely been heating up, especially after he said, might as well just trade me. But as no surprise, I do have him possibly landing to the New England Patriots.
1: Ah, oh, there it is! <laughs> there it is! <laughs> Two weeks ago, it was Michael Thomas. I mean, three weeks ago, it was Julio. Two weeks ago, it was Michael Thomas. Last week, it was Le'Veon. <laughs> he's coming to the Pats, too, and so is A-Rob,
0: and so is Zach Ertz.
2: I honestly, I don't mind that. I think he's more likely to go to, he was on my list as well. I think he's more likely to go to a team like Baltimore where they really kind of need someone who can stretch the field and has like a veteran presence. Because I don't think they'll sell out for AB because that'll just implode the locker room to no end. But another Cincinnati player that I really like, and I think he could go to the Patriots, is John Ross. He's quick. He can catch a lot of possessions for them. He can be used in multiple ways. He's got the speed that A.G. Green does not have. And that's the number one thing the Pats need is youth and speed. They wouldn't take much to get him. Uh, and I really think they could benefit a ton from that. And I'd even love to see him to go to the team like a Colts, or even the Jets could be in the market for a wide receiver like that because they have absolutely nobody. You have the Pats, both of them.
1: <laughs> Guys, I actually have A.J. Green on here as well. And I have to say, I had the Ravens on here, but I was just trying to be thinking in, in a perspective with it. And I can't see that trade being made inside the division unless that was the only offer. But the reason why I didn't do that is because I think that the Bengals would get two offers, and I had one being from Indy, and I had one being from Green Bay. I think both of those teams could benefit from having a wide receiver two of this type. You know, A.J. Green doesn't have to come in and demand a workload. He can run his routes successfully, and you can ease him in, and then if this is a team that's going to make a playoff run, I feel like he can be very acclimated, and He's healthy right now, which is extremely important for a player of his caliber. In the right situation, A.J. Green can still be the A.J. Green of old. Like you said, Kev, he doesn't want to be there. T. Higgins has emerged as a a very good player. Tyler Boyd is a very good player. Joe Mixon, you guys can hear more about this deal in my article that I'm doing this week on Since the Sandbox, but I could definitely see A.J. Green being successful with Indy or Green Bay.
2: Yeah, and uh, the last two guys on my list, I think, could be going for each other. So Malik Hooker and Matt Ryan, the the Falcons' secondary is absolutely atrocious, all banged up. Uh, Malik Hooker is on the last year of his deal and is looking to get some money, which the Falcons need to spend on defense desperately. And I don't know how much invested the Colts are in Phillip Rivers after this year. I know he he could be their quarterback next year, but I don't think they would mind cutting him if the right – player came along that could actually produce a little more. And not even that, man, we have Julian Blackman now. The kid has the most picks on the team. He's played great, sealed the game versus the Bengals. And, and I really think Malik Hooker could be on the move. He's had some health issues. But even teams like, I don't know, even say like the Bengals, the Bucks, teams that have okay defenses that need to shore it up in the back end. Anybody could really be in the trade for a young guy like Malik Hooker. He's only 25, 26. And that's like a valuable trade chip at this point. And I wouldn't mind packaging a first round pick for uh, Matt Ryan or another elite QB, or even if it was to get someone high caliber of that stature. But I do think Malik Hooker could be on the move.
1: Yeah, I definitely think it would be interesting to hear if Matt Ryan's name is mentioned around trade deadline time, because I feel like the Falcons will definitely exercise that option. Already, you know, moving on from Dan Quinn, already knowing that they're just a one-win team to this point. When they realistically could have been a lot better team with a- extremely different record. But guys, to go in with another real trade candidate, I'm taking somebody from the New England Patriots and he's going home to Tampa Bay. I'm sending Julian Edelman down to Tampa for a draft pick, and let me tell you why. Mike Evans is not 100% healthy. Chris Godwin is not 100% healthy. O.J. Howard's out for the year. Gronk doesn't have the workload that he once does. Cameron Brate's a solid tight end, too. Leonard Fournette is banged up, and Ronald Jones is finally emerging as the rushing threat that he was once expected to be, but they need help. And he's not doing anything successful for the New England Patriots where they wouldn't even mind the draft pick in return. You guys drafted Chase Winovich in the fifth round. You guys live on drafting players late and breeding them to be successful. What are you guys going to get left from Julian Edelman? It's all pride at this point. If you guys got another 10 total touchdowns for Julian Edelman's career, I would be impressed. Dead serious. Yeah, I like that. Give them to Tampa.
2: I like that a lot. I think it's very realistic. I think even a team like Green Bay could be in the market. You know, Aaron Rodgers likes those possession guys that can go deep if they have to. Plus, I mean, with his throwing ability, I guess he does add a little versatility and veteran grit and experience, which the wide receiver core in, in Green Bay isn't the toughest, and they don't have that much playoff experience outside of Devontae Adams.
0: Yeah, Steve. I don't hate that. I definitely, I definitely think Edelman's checked out here in New England. I know he had that big game a couple of weeks ago, but I mean, he's been dropping a lot of balls. He's been not his best running routes, and he he does look checked out. I do like Tampa Bay. I see why you would go that route, especially with you know Brady and Gronk, and like you said, their health issues at the wide receiver position. But yeah, I mean, Lou's right? I could see him on you know a team like the Packers. They haven't had that that small slot receiver since Jordy Nelson. So they definitely could use a guy like that. But I mean, he's honestly a guy that a lot of teams are going to want because again, he's a dual threat. You know, he does have somewhat of a deep threat, but he's also a slot guy. And like Lou said, he can also throw the ball a little bit too. So, I think he's a guy that team with an early established you know wide receiver and running back can really benefit from if he doesn't have to really carry the workload because he, he isn't getting any younger and he does play that hardcore gritty football, so I think if he can go to a team where he can be a, a slot receiver or you know a wide receiver two or something like that, then he can still ha, you know have a successful ending to his career.
1: No, he definitely can and now I'm going to shift guys from my wide receivers. I have two tight ends I want to talk about. They're both NFC East tight ends. And the first one actually just got hurt. But it's Zach Ertz, and I honestly think that he's a person that could get dealt um, regardless of him being hurt or not because he's going to come back and play at some point this season. But I just think, you know, Carson Wentz is finding ways to make it work without Ertz, without Goddard. Sanders is banged up now. I mean, they have nobody at the wide receiver position Fogum, I'm I'm pretty sure is a receiver And, and like John Robinson or, or Hightower or something like that Crazy, crazy, crazy Names surrounding Carson Wentz Right now, so I think Philly Needs to definitely work on Getting some depth at that position And making it work, but Shipping away Zach Ertz, I think you can get A draft pick to help do that Or, you know, package him in, in A pick and, and try and get a receiver Some teams, I think uh, Zach Ertz could realistically go to and be an immediate threat. New Orleans and in Indy. I think if you toss Zach Ertz in New Orleans, he'll give you that Saints feel when when you would watch a primetime game back in like 2011, 2012, where Jimmy Graham's catching two touchdowns and in the, in the fireworks are going off at the Mercedes Superdome. And I feel like that's when the Saints will really lead, though. Um, and, and I know Jared Cook's good, but I feel like he'd be great in a number two tight end role. And obviously Michael Thomas and Kamara are really good too, but we know that team, it, it's just Super Bowl a bust for them. In Indy, I mean, Phillip Rivers loves throwing to the tight end. We know that they have some guys that love to block, but let's get them another receiving option so T.Y. can just go deep and Zach Ertz can work the, the shallow of the field.
2: Big fan of those. Big fan of those.
1: And guys, my last trade is Evan Ingram. So yes, he's a New York Giant. I personally don't want to see him go. I don't understand, you know, what his whole problem is. This year, I was expecting big things, especially for him being in a contract year. But there's a lot of teams, I think, that would benefit and use Evan Ingram, probably more probably than the New York Giants are right now. I know maybe if we had Saquon Sterling fully healthy, then we're talking about, maybe possibly having different coverages and, and stuff like that. But still, I feel like he's talented enough where he could have been a difference maker on his own. In a team, like I said, Green Bay could be a, a team that could definitely benefit from Evan Ingram. I know Robert Tanyan has emerged a little bit, um, and I'm definitely a Robert Tanyan fan. But I, I feel like if you ever gave Aaron Rodgers a weapon like Evan Ingram in, in the slot in the inside of the field, I mean, that'd be a lethal combination. Yeah, that'd be
2: huge. They really do need depth at that position.
1: But, guys, that's going to wrap things up for our real NFL trade scenarios. We talked about a lot of different teams. We talked about a lot of different players, and it's going to get interesting. There's always some deals that seem to surprise us, whether that's for contract, for whatever possible reasons. Um, But that's going to wrap things up. Make sure to catch up on all things since the sandbox this week. Got a lot coming to you guys. We out. Peace.